on the last episode of Dice Funk. Welch sent Ziggy to his probable doom. Violet tries to kill the spiders. Her spies informed her that Welch left. And you, you guessed that it was the spiders themselves. Violet kills it. <laughs> Violet kills it so hard. I think it's going to take another shot at Ziggy. You have a lot of eyeballs. Oh, no. Uh, oh, you crit failed. Blue wave as it washes over Ziggy, and you see his eyes roll back in his head. Terrible idea. I'm going to try dissonant whispers on him. And something very strange happens. Suddenly, you hear the song echo in your own mind. Oh, and I also have to run away. Lavinia, the spiritual entity, is not the same as Lavinia, the body? Uh oh. <laughs> I think you definitely want to get out of your body. What? It still has control over Ziggy, and at the point the staff sticks into the tunnel floor, purple gas begins to spew out. And it is now Elias's turn. Um, no, it's not. I'm dead. Yeah, I guess I'm just ripping out my hair and shit. I don't know how else to deal with that. I got five, which means I'm out. But after being wiped out by a hit from our party barbarian, that takes me down to minus seven? (sighs) Okay, so three out of four of us are gone. It's up to Violet. Uh, Violet uh, stabs it in half, and then she grabs what's left and bifurcates it with her hands. Who's gonna grab Ziggy? Ziggy is dead, and Violet doesn't care. Violet leaves Ziggy in the cloud kill. She, 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 she's got, like, one thing on her mind, and it's getting Drop out of there. Drop crosses his arms and scowls at Silio. Drop says, that doesn't belong to you. If he dies first, I'm taking it back. <laughs> this object's called a fetish. It is often associated with dark magic. Elias, you don't think that thing would ever get so hot that it would, oh, I don't know ignite in flames and maybe burn an entire drow village down welch sent ziggy alone on a suicide mission to essentially suicide bomb calypsia the drow saw the assassination of gwendolyn as an act of war and they will most likely rally their forces march up these tunnels and purge hole in the earth of all life soon can you come with us just in case crusher please i'd let i have to go ask welch though I heard some weird noise. Is everything cool in there? She responds back, leave or die. Oh, we're going to go in there. All right, you pull Hunter inside the room? Yeah, I just really don't like not knowing things. A macabre, infernal engine, unlike the last time you saw it. Uh, You see a squat figure holding a large wrench-like wizard's staff, except the wrench part has been removed from the top. And in its place has been screwed down a sort of scepter uh, ornamentation, which appears to be Violet's horn, just glowing with magical energy wreathed in lightning. Where it once had a crack in it, it is now just filled with blue fire, like drops quarterstaff. And you see that it is not a frog. It is a grotesque woman. She just looks like drowned death. I've made a huge tiny mistake. Are you seeing doodads? And what about my doodads? Make sure you're not seeing my doodads. I, I listen. Not your doodads. I can see your doodads for other reasons. <laughs> all right. So, Austin, I have hand-drawn depictions of your doodads <laughs> that are hanging up like just over top of my monitor. Yes, they bring me comfort. <laughs> Look, Austin, when I don't talk, my mm. waveform is as flat as your butt. So, <laughs> <laughs> just talking about my butt. <laughs> Oh my god. And when I talk, it's as curvy as your doodads. 
This, this entire conversation sparked by the inv- invocation of the word doodad. I think we're on a good start here. That'll learn ya. I'm gonna be physically ill. I am. Where where did we last leave our, our adventurers? That's a good question. I think it seems like the most natural place to start would be with Lavinia. Oh, I knew it. In Welch's lab, but I'm not going to. Oh. Because we need to know if it is cut off. So if we did Lavinia's scene first... And it went on for like 10 minutes and then I cut to you guys and you just kick the doors down <laughs> immediately. <laughs> then we would have a time paradox and oh. Snake and Raiden would fuse into one and it'd be a whole mess. So I'm actually going to start with Team Violence, who is trekking back up the tunnels. Mm-hmm. We're, we're looking for Vinny. Yes. And you don't know where she is exactly, but you did follow drag marks and you do have reason to think Welch is up to something now. Okay. Uh, so how are you guys doing? Feeling pretty good. I got all my HP back, and I'm 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 walking, walking with a purpose. Just killed an eyeball. You know? I'm I'm ready to die. <laughs> but I mean, for drop, that's not like it's not like a major breakthrough or anything. Oh, drop. Uh, uh, Elias is conflicted to say the least. Yeah. Mostly because of realizing what the purpose of the um the wicker boy was. Uh, as you guys are walking, Sildiel actually kind of like quietly takes Elias aside. You guys are still with the pack, but I think mm-hmm. Violet and Dropper are probably a little ahead up with Job, so they have their light. And Sildiel takes you aside and says, what are we going to tell Lavinia? Everyone's grounded. <laughs> well, we have no choice but to be honest with her about what happened. How honest? Because I think, and look, I know you like your friends, but I think we need to seriously consider... The possibility that Violet is a liability. Can Violet hear this? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I assumed not. She took Elias aside specifically for this. I wanna roll I wanna roll perception to hear it. I'm gonna roll your dick <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right on out of this show. Am I not allowed am I not allowed to do that? I feel like I should be able to I mean to, she specifically okay. took him aside to have this conversation about you behind your back. So I guess if you <laughs> want to try to fall back to eavesdrop on a conversation you don't know is happening, it's theoretically possible, but I want to see some crits, boy. I, w- I just want to roll. I- All I said is I want to roll. Like, you, <laughs> this doesn't have to be. Need I remind you, Leon, the last time you did yeah. this, uh-huh. it got you fucking killed, all right? <laughs> Look, let's no. just. Yeah, let him roll this. Let him roll this. It, it probably will be bad, but who cares? Let's. Yeah, it's a three. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a three. You turn your head to try to eavesdrop on this conversation, and a spider falls off the ceiling and lands in your mouth. <laughs> okay. I eat it. <laughs> Not before it bites you okay. for one damage. <laughs> oh, come on. I didn't crit, like crit fail or anything. I want Violet to have a swollen tongue now. Yeah. And have to talk like she <laughs> Fine, I'm at 48. Uh, oh, oh, 48. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor you. That's still more than twice, Elias. I know. Poor meat woman. With her 48 hit points. Fine, do, do your private conversation about someone you care about. Uh, I mean, Sylvia is instigating this because she does not care about you. <laughs> no, no, I mean I mean the other guy. Presumably, Elias cares a little. I, get, I think we're about to find out because she says... <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead with your thing. <laughs> because she says, back in the city, she was in league with some kind of murderous lunchbox. And yesterday she stabbed Vinny. And today she left Ziggy to die. Like, if we're going to tell Lavinia the truth, we need to tell her 
Violet deliberately left Ziggy behind to die. Out of character here, that's not exactly what happened, but okay. That is, it's up for interpretation. That is Sildiel's reading of what right. happened. No, that, that's that's perfectly fine. Just out of character here. Like, what what happened was, um, it would have been unrealistic for her in that moment and in the fog for her to think, also, get the frog. Sildiel saw you go in and come back with one person. That's fine. No, that's, that's totally, that's totally okay. I, this is more for the audience. Uh, <laughs> this 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 is also called pulling a Ronaldo, as I would like to say. <laughs> um, but now Sildiel says, when the chips are down, Violet is going to leave us to die, Elias. Violet may be brash and, in many cases, irresponsible. It is simply something that I have to deal with and position her in a way that is beneficial for the rest of us as much as possible. As difficult as that may be, mother. I knew you'd say that. You you always think the best of people, and you always give people the benefit of the doubt. In this case, it's more, less about giving Violet the benefit of the doubt, and it's more recognizing the things that she's competent with and figuring ways to use that to offset the ways in which she is a liability. Unfortunately, in our circumstance, we don't have much luxury in choosing who we ally with. A perception check, everybody in this tunnel. Oh, great. Another one. <laughs> All right. Yeah. See how well this one works out. 22? 15. Solid. Six. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drop, who I think is carrying Ziggy, yep. it doesn't notice anything. But the other two, you guys definitely notice spiders moving past you conspicuously. They're not trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. They're all going past you and like waves of chittering spiders in the direction that you came from as if, I don't know, to join an invasion force or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you guys arrive at Hole in the Earth. Oh, uh, b- before before we do that, Violet, no- you know, notices. And since she's had a lot of contact with spiders in the past two episodes, she mentions it uh, so that everyone in the party notices. And she says, where are all those spiders going? Has anyone else noticed that there's just spiders? I, I hadn't noticed. Okay. Well, you do now. Uh, I I did notice, and I can be fairly certain as to what is going on with regards to them. It's not good, to say the least. They're bad boys. Put them in timeout. Spider jail for the spiders. <laughs> It'd be so small. <laughs> spider jail for bad spiders. It, it, needs to be, it needs to be tiny jail, okay? <laughs> it, it's like little tiny jails with little tiny cells and little tiny bunk beds for spiders and a little tiny playground for them to do weightlifting and stab each other with knives because they formed rival gangs inside of the jail. So, Well, that's prison, not jail. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> tiny spider guards. Black is the new black. Um, Tiny automated automatic weapons. Oh, no. You guys arrive in the Bullywog Village. <laughs> How, how's that do for you? How's that do? How's that do? <laughs> I assume that either Violet or Drop are in the lead when they get into the village. Yep. And I assume that the Bullywogs possibly notice us entering. Yeah, at a certain point, they definitely see you. They see you have Ziggy. And they come over for like first tentatively, not sure what's going on. And then as it becomes clear, they don't they don't make a scene, 
but this is the most outward and explicit display of emotions you've probably ever seen from bullywugs they they're they're like a practical Mm -hmm. culture but this is one of their most valuable powerful societal members and that carries a lot of weight they they come over and they they offer hands to take him from you and they seem like shell-shocked almost they don't know what to make of it damn i just sort of observe as they move to take ziggy away from drop and uh he sort of lifts his eyes and then looks towards the library where professor chance probably still is you guys can start heading in that direction if you want yeah, Elise is going to first head towards the library for the immediate moment. All right. So you guys leave Ziggy with the people who come out to collect him. Mm-hmm. And you guys go towards the library. And as you make your way across the village, you see Ziggy's family come out of their house and just first to see like what's going on. And then kind of a slow, dawning, crushing realization and... I think some of them probably come over to you and try to ask you what happened and why, but none of you can understand. Does Violet get the idea what they're asking or? Yes. Okay. Um, Violet mimes clouds and then moves her fingers around as if rain was coming down. And then she claps her hands together and then does the I'm sleeping now motion. Your clap startles the children. (laughs) Okay. Well, she is big. Yeah, and that is what she tells them. This is this is the weirdest rendition of the itsy bitsy spider I've ever heard. So, <laughs> yeah, all, and all the spiders are in prison. You guys notice on your way to the library that there's nobody guarding the giant stone door into Welch's lab. That's curious. Elias will mention under his breath as he proceeds to go into the library first. You guys enter the library. Chants, violins, books, chair. Nothing Nothing has changed here. Okay. Elias calls up, uh, Professor uh, Professor Chance? He floats his chair right down onto you. <laughs> Just parks it, like, right on your noggin. I, have you heard any updates from uh, Welch about the necessary portal to, well, deal with Savala and all that? Yeah, she said she had a breakthrough, and she said it'd be done soon. Why? Well... I have reasons to suspect there may be reasons to not fully trust what her plans are, but we might be heading over there promptly to get to the bottom of something. I mean, like, what's the worst that could happen? Just giving the most powerful person all the power, right? Uh, Elias then withdraws the fetish from his uh, person, just sort of presents it to Professor Chance. He goes, uh, you making action figures now? This was made by Welch, as far as I can tell, and it was designed to be used as part of a suicide mission into an out-of-character frame. Remember the name of the drow city? Yeah, it's Kalopsia, K-A-L-O-P-S-I-A. It's a Greek word. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the worst. Well, at least, like, this was designed as part of a suicide mission that was being entrusted to Ziggy on the way to Kalopsia. Most likely, it was to burst into an explosion of sorts once it was deep enough within the city itself, possibly killing everyone involved within its range of influence. I mean, that sounds bad, but like you got we gotta stop them, right? They're gonna they're gonna kill us all. Do you have a better idea to stop them? Mm, I I tend to think that some degree of 
Diplomacy is usually prudent, but it usually depends on the circumstance. The concern is what the, was the worst that could happen with giving Welch that type of power, and, well, if she shows so little regard to the Bullywugs to intentionally send one to their death without a second thought, uh, it makes me question the substance of their character and their trustworthiness, to be completely frank. I mean, I see what you're saying. It's just that people want a strong leader, right? And she was strong, so they made her leader. Aren't they just kind of getting what they wanted? Someone to make the hard choices? Perhaps, though I think they may not realize what type of leader she actually is. I'm just saying that we are still planning on getting the necessary steps finished to be able to execute an exit plan in the worst-case scenario. But for now, I have a few words for Welch, and I'll be seeing her promptly. Okay, we'll keep the draft stuff in mind, too, because if we're all dead, we can't stop Zavala. I, I'm aware of that. I, I, I haven't come this far just to simply die. You see, you say that now, Elias, but let me tell you something. Sometimes... It's a surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you guys are going to leave the library and go to Welch's door? Mm-hmm. I guess that's the plan. As you walk over there, uh, you see that the Bullywugs are doing some sort of ritualized, like, funeral preparations. Um, you don't really understand all of it, but, like, people are gathering stuff and moving stuff and making arrangements. And, it's like, the, the whole village is... It's like the saddest party ever. The village is not prepared for an all-out assault from the drow, and there's no way for us to communicate to them that information. Yeah, you're correct to bring up like the tactical, they're not prepared thing. It's just also, it's kind of upsetting to see bullywugs like this, because as we've discussed, they're like, they're evil <laughs> creatures who, you know, enslave people. <laughs> like, yeah. like you don't, you've never seen such a display of sentimentality from them before, and it's mm -hmm. jarring. But you guys are outside the stone door, and you hear the machines on the other side. Shall we? Yes. Let's. All right. Drop goes to open the door. Uh, so if you guys want to roll the door, you're going to have to make strength checks. It is a big, heavy, circular stone that rolls away. Okay. Strength checks. Well, I, I I have a question just right before we open the door. What exactly is behind this door? I just want to know before I start rolling shit. Nobody who is about to open this door has ever been on the other side. So oh. as far as you guys are concerned, no idea. Okay, fair enough. I just wanted to see. Uh, all right. Ten. Ten. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> the strongest one gets a crit fail. I mean, you botched. So what happens is drop and it doesn't matter. start pushing on it. And then Violet comes over and just starts pushing on it in the opposite direction. <laughs> And she thinks she's helping, but I mean, you guys yeah. are, there's four of you and you're like reasonably seasoned fighters and you've been on this hard journey. You can get the door open, but it's going to take a while is kind of the, okay. the thing. Mm -hmm. And you're also not going to be able to do it stealthily. <laughs> like they're going to know oh. on the other side that okay. you're coming when you do so. That's fair, I guess. I mean, I did fuck up pretty bad. So on the other side of this door, which Lavinia does not know has her friends attempting to <laughs> to enter the room. Uh, you are faced with the disgusting visage. Uh, don't body shame, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The conventionally unattractive visage right. of a hag with a little sky blue and starry capelet 
and a metal staff with a unicorn horn ornament on top, which is wreathed in lightning and leaking deep blue fire from a crack in the horn. What do you do? Ah! Quick, Vinny, make friends with it. (laughs) Right? You're my new best friend, by the (laughs) way. (laughs) Oh my god, I am! (laughs) Right? You crit and swap phone numbers, and you guys get in a group text, <laughs> and it's, like, real chill. I mean, it can't hurt. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold Hunter's hand tighter. We're in this together. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say, uh, hi! You are looking less froggy, but that's okay. Hi, it's just me. What's going on? Yes, darling. Polymorph. It's transmutation magic. I can look like any number of things, but I wasn't expecting visitors. How are you two? Um, we're not great. Neither is your friend here. He's leaking all over my floor. Oh, would you mind if I healed him? I honestly would really enjoy that because from what Professor Chance tells me, apparently killing you might trigger this thing, and I do not want him to come back with superpowers, so so can you keep him from doing that, please? I'm very confused right now, but okay. What don't you understand, dear? Uh, I, I don't know why we're killing anything at all. Well, I was hoping to keep this all a secret when he snuck in here, and then this kind of became a, like, a rolling catastrophe you understand you can cover up one person with a murder three three people are noticed when they're missing one you know sometimes people go out for long walks uh yeah totally i healed him 11 and it was good (laughs) she says be careful don't let him get back up i'll have to put him down again okay i'm gonna pat pat him on the head and i'm gonna say crusher stay down here please for me He groans, he tries lifting his head up, and it's sticky with blood, and then he decides better, he thinks better of it and stays down. Uh, Welch turns to her machines, uh, waves a hand, and a hatch opens up on the nearest one. Behind this hatch is a cylindrical slot, and she plunges her staff, unicorn horn tip first, into that slot, twists it, and then leaves it there, and turns back to you. And she says... Ten years of work, and all that almost ruined by a couple of nosy frogs and fish. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm the one who who told him to come in here. It's my fault, I guess. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> that seems to be a theme with you, dear. Yeah, that's fair. But what what is happening? Why? Well, what's gonna happen is you're not gonna be able to tell anybody i'm gonna finish letting all the magic i've collected be safely stored in my staff and then i'm gonna blow this shitty pop stand what why i I thought you were uh trying to help us who is who is us dear Uh, like professor chance and stuff professor chance is just gonna tell me where this uh zavala is oh you're gonna help get rid of zavala uh, to find help and get rid of. Uh, stop? No, no, no. Him? No, it? no, no. Oh, well, <laughs> that is lame. 
leave a comment card. Uh, uh, what, what, well, I don't know what you sent Ziggy to do, but it didn't go great, by the way. To keep the drow from coming and breaking my machines before I finished the transfer? Yeah, definitely did not go great. How would you know? I was there. And now you're here. Yeah, this fish saved me. He's a good boy. Good for him. But uh I I don't I don't know how what happened to the others. Ziggy got mind controlled. Bored. And I'm then so I th- bored. Please stop talking. But please, please. I'm just saying I don't let's I don't just, think that's let's just shh dear. I think the drow are gonna come here. <laughs> it's taken care of. There was a floating eyeball. Yeah. And it stopped Ziggy. Yes, the drow have an entire zoo of those things. They guard stuff. It's their whole deal. They're special anti-magic ones just for me. But what I'm saying is Ziggy wasn't, wasn't, I don't know if he still, I don't know if he made it. Everyone was downed. I'm sure he got close enough. It's keyed to the drow. There was like purple smoke in the tunnel. So it's in the tunnel. As soon as the drow get to the fetish, it'll be decimated. And then I'll finish my thing. It's, listen, it's taken care of. I don't know if they made it to the drow city. I wasn't there. I, it's in, I, we just, we've already covered this. It's in the, it was in the tunnel. It's all good. But what if it, what it, okay. I don't know. Whatever. Clearly. I liked it better when you were a frog. <laughs> that's That's hurtful. What have I ever done to you? I saved your friend's life. You also just tried to kill Crusher, which is kind of, like, not cool, I feel like. He's not allowed in the lab. Well, I'm very persuasive. <laughs> you could have fooled me. Like I said, if, it, if apparently mortally wounding you might attract the thing. So that's the only reason I haven't, you know, twisted your head off and thrown it in the corner. So... I really don't think you should be trying to convince me of your oratory skills right now. I don't think you quite have the leverage you think you do. What if I mortally wounded myself? So that was a startling series of words. It took me a moment to process them. I actually have no idea if that would work. Please do not do that. Please stop being rude. Well, here's the thing. From what I understand... We don't actually know what causes Zavala to appear, right? Because not every person who's ever died (laughs) didn't suddenly come back with magic body parts, right? Yeah. So there's something else besides the near-death experience. There's a trigger that we don't know. And I find that very worrying, and I would appreciate it if nobody else in this room got mortally wounded until I left. I've worked very hard on this, and if you could just be cool for, like, an hour, that would be great. I mean, yeah, like, I get it. I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you're asking me to be cool, but you're also trying to, like, ruin everything my friends and I have worked for. How does me leaving with my staff hurt your friends? It's my staff. Because it sounds like you're up to some bad stuff, I feel like. What are you going to do if you leave? What are you? Where are you going and what are you going to do? 
I don't feel like I owe you an explanation. You can feel that way. <laughs> are you rolling? Are you rolling against her? I'd love an explanation. I don't know what's going on. Should I, should I roll persuasion? I guess. I guess. Yeah, why not? I rolled a 14. That's good. She says, well, I th- we're both stuck here for a while, so I guess it couldn't hurt to talk. Otherwise, we're just going to stand here and stare at the staff as it charges. It, it's just I've never had anybody ask about me before. That's it's just a new kind of experience. People are afraid of us, usually. Usually you get the screaming and the running and the pitchforks and the torches. I mean, the only reason I said I liked you better as a frog is because you were less rude, and frogs are very adorable. But you know how I feel about animals. Look at me. I'm a tree. Yeah, I mean, they're an an acquired aesthetic taste, I would say. But I got used to it. It's just, uh, if you're asking what I'm going to do, I guess it couldn't hurt to tell you, because when I leave, you're just going to drown, so... That sounds like a cool, good, fun time. Great. You, you're like, what, 80? You've lived a long time, right? Not that long. I, it's, I mean, you're very tree. It's hard to tell. I mean, wait, so you're just gonna, like, murder our whole world with water? Is that your plan? I have no interest in any of that. I don't care about you or your friends or your plane. Uh, you, even if it's not on purpose, it's gonna be inadvertent. I don't think that's cool. I have nothing to do with it. Listen, I'm just a hag. Do you know what that is? I feel like I don't know where to start because don't take this the wrong way. You don't seem like an honor student. I don't know how I'm not supposed to take that the wrong way. <laughs> she's she's asking if you know what a hag is. No. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Liam liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, we're we're a species of witches. We're all women, all very powerful, very ancient, very magic. And that a lot of people find that threatening, both the the magic and the women part sometimes, depending on the company. And uh well, a couple decades back, the archmages of Mithrandane foresaw a great magical calamity, probably this Zavala thing, but at the time none of us really realized that but i guess the archmages got it in their head that the safest thing to do would be to keep a low magical profile to not attract it because apparently nobody knows what attracts this thing what makes it approach people and offer them stuff or demand stuff or whatever it does and so they passed a bunch of laws keeping their own you know those vain prissy elves from doing any magic hey yeah hi don't be rude do you deny it? Do you deny that, that they are vain and prissy? I don't think Elias is. I don't know who that is. Is that the, the arm guy? Yes. Okay. But they didn't just pass some laws here and there. They also cracked down on all of the magic in the Feywild. You understand? Yeah, it was shitty. I get it. But I feel like that doesn't mean you can condemn my whole fucking plane. I don't... Your plane is just like a weird dream i've been having for the last 10 years none of this matters you mean none of it matters to you if you mattered you'd be in a real plane (laughs) why would you be here if you mattered it's a real plane okay (laughs) just because it isn't your plane doesn't mean it's not a real plane have you tried the feywild it's very good 
No, but I've been to the Beastland, and that was really good. Doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying to fix this one, because I'm not a jerk. That sounds very tiresome. Well, yeah, it's exhausting, but it's the right thing to do. Let me tell you about the right thing to do, because when the archmages of Mithrandain slaughtered my sisters and rounded up every magical beast who would not bow to them, the right thing to do was not to fall in line and worry about petty friendship morality stuff. The right thing to do is what I'm doing. But what are, you still haven't explained exactly what you're doing. I have spent every year on this plane, and let me tell you, time flows differently between here and the Feywild, so it gets confusing. Don't worry about it. But I've been gathering magic. I can plane shift. Do you know what that means? I'm not an idiot. <sighs> well, listen, you learn something new every day, both of us, but between all of the petty magic items of this plane, your drow daggers and your blue sticks and your instruments and between all of the inherent radiant magic of the Feywild, your sprites, your pixies, your fairies, your unicorns, I have amassed an unthinkable and dangerous amount of magical energy here. And so when Professor Chance has finished his calculations, I'm going to go to where the Zavala is and I'm going to make him bring my sisters back. And then we're going to tear Mithrandane to the ground where it belongs. That doesn't sound like the right answer either. And then everyone in the Feywild will be free to perform whatever magic they want. And we can live as we were meant to without the tyranny and the bureaucracy of those selfish elves. That's not cool. I mean, I don't, I don't like anything. I feel like at this point, anything I'm going to say is you're just going to be like, eh, friendship is dumb. <laughs> but I just I just feel like just because somebody genocided you doesn't mean you should murder them all back. Why not, you know, first of all, I feel like making any deals with this thing is a terrible idea because it's like, you did bad. No, I mean, if I knew how to make a deal with it, I would have already done that. I don't know how to summon it. I'm going to go to where it is and I'm going to put my staff to its throat and I'm going to make it do what I want. I think that's rather... I don't know if this is the right word. Conceited? <laughs> of you to think that you're actually, like, we're trying to stop it, but we, I feel like we still have the perspective, like, the perspective to realize that we're maybe not as powerful as a thing. I don't know why you think you can just take it on alone and just, it'll be all great and gravy. No, I mean, it definitely wouldn't with me alone. That's why I've spent 10 years on this plane and many more years in the Feywild flitting back and forth, gathering enough magical energy to power a small star. Also, I feel like you just don't have the talking skills to, to deal with this thing in a creative way. I've seen it in memories and shit, and it's not... I just feel like there's a better way. Also, I don't think it's like a physical presence, so how are you going to point your staff at its throat? I could be wrong. I haven't been there, but in the things I've seen, it's just like a voice. Well, that's what I'm relying on Professor Chance for. How would he know? He says he can take me to it. But how do you know it's going to be a physical being? A physical thing that you can physically touch with your physical staff? <laughs> he, if he takes me to wherever it is, and if it can be threatened, I will threaten it. But what's your plan if you can't threaten it? I feel like you're not, th I mean, whatever. <laughs> so, so you're suggesting because it's not certain that I should not try? Mm-hmm. I think because it's not certain 
that you can threaten it, that maybe you should try to, like, another approach? Or maybe not flood this plane when maybe we can help? I'm not... Let me be as clear with you as any being has ever been to another being in the history of existence. I'm not flooding anything. Well, no, I know, but you're going to leave us to flood. I don't. You're not actually flooding us, but you know what I mean. It's just so very not my problem. It's just like orders of magnitude not my problem. I feel like it's really pretty shitty of you to take all our magic and then be like, hmm, got all your good magic. I'm out of here. Bye. Peace. But that's just the thing. I didn't take anything. I traded for all of it. Everything was freely given. I mean... These bullywugs welcomed me into their village with open arms. They elevated me to their highest position, not only of their free will, but eagerly. I'm just going to say, I would argue that getting my loot would be under duress. I don't know if that counts as freely. It's not like I had a choice. Um, I think I'm about to show you duress, honey. <laughs> Would you like some duress? Are you gonna oh, are you gonna mortally wound me? <laughs> when you say that, uh, at this point, Hunter hasn't been able to understand a lot of the conversation, but he understands you saying, <laughs> "Are you going to mortally wound me?" And he immediately Uh-oh. jumps out in front of you and spreads his arms. I'm gonna hug him and say, "Hunter, do not." <laughs> he says, "I help." <laughs> Okay, but I think it's actually better for both of us if you are less in front of me. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to get in front of him again a little bit. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is, this, this is going to be just a conga line of protection here. <laughs> right. He tries to move in front of you again. You push in front of him, and you guys are just, like, inching towards her. And she's like, No, we're not. Okay. I'm not going to let it get that far. This was going to be sentimental, and then it just became silly. She says, so... I'm going to charge my staff, I'm going to grab the professor, and I'm going to phase shift on out of here. I advise you to go home, spend time with your family, enjoy your remaining weeks, and just like... Why can't we go with you to Vizavala? That's what we, that's what we wanted to do anyway. What use for you will I have? I'm very persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh- can I roll persuasion on that? I guess to convince the just the most evil creature in D&D, basically. 23! All right, eat my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's pretty persuasive. I think she just gives up on her entire plan, and we immediately win. Yes. She seems to be considering it. She's, like, deep in thought, like, could it hurt to bring someone along? Maybe she could help persuade or maybe she could just be a meat shield or like maybe if i get hungry like a small snack and at that point the stone door loudly begins rolling open (laughs) as the rest of the party pushes their way into the lab and with a quick snap of the wrist (laughs) welch telekinesis her staff back over to herself guys chill just be chill everyone be chill somebody grab violet right now uh as soon as he can see Welch and is not even paying attention to much anything else that's going on. Well, first of all, Welch is still in her, you know, other form, right? In her real form, I guess. Yes. And you guys are immediately greeted by the, the half metal, half macabre flesh automatons that uh, no longer are illusioned to look benign. Like, Elias sees probably the, the hag, the staff. Um, Elias probably knows. That it's a hag, obviously, because, well... Yeah, Violet and Elias would have advantage on any arcana or history checks to know about hags. 
if you guys because you guys are from the Feywild wild and hags are like the iconic Feywild wild villain mm-hmm. okay what um well well for me the guy who does not read the monster manual mm-hmm. could you tell me what the fate with the hag is or do i just do i roll the check yeah i'm saying you guys have advantage on check all right well i'm gonna roll my arcana check I don't have good arcana. I have minus two, but I'm going to try. 27 on Elias's part. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus Christ, baloney. Yeah, I don't think I need to. Uh... Yeah. Uh, Violet, you remember that you were once sent out to take care of a, a hag problem? Someone sent you in, in your duties as a forest cop cool. to apprehend a hag because they are right. evil Feywild creatures, but you don't really remember how that turned out. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. But she is, she is aware of hags. Yeah. I can't tell if Leon has forgotten or just Violet, but let's just. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do recall. Elias, with your 27, you know, you know absolutely everything there is to know about hags. They are very evil creatures. They come in a couple different varieties. They usually conduct business in covens of three. That's when they're at their most powerful is when there are three of them that they can do kind of like Macbeth magic. If there's anything specific you want to ask, that's totally cool. But the main thing about them is that they disguise themselves with illusion magic to trick people into doing bad deals with them that inevitably monkey paw and bite them in the ass. Hmm. Much like someone trading, say, their unicorn powers for travel (laughs) or someone trading their magic items for healing. Right. Um, he, he also notices the staff that she's building and the horn that's on it. Yep. Okay. Um, Elias immediately pauses, draws out his rapier, and just sort of, you know, trains it in sort of defensive stance, points it at the hag, and then says, Welch? With a sort of a tag with a question mark there. Liam? I'm sorry, I don't actually remember your name. <laughs> Liam! <laughs> Uh, 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 as, as, soon, as soon as like as soon as that is established, Elias then withdraws the fetish and says, "Why was Ziggy carrying this? So that the drow wouldn't kill us all? Mm. Which apparently you guys aren't interested in that plan. So ah, we didn't know what your plan was. So yeah, that's that's true. You can't really be mad at people for not following your plan if you don't tell them the plan. I just feel like you know that's an oversight on your part. But whatever." You weren't involved in the plan. You don't live here. You weren't even supposed to be here today. How how many bad guys are in front of me? That is the basic thing I'm trying to ask. You said there are you said there are like monstrosity machines in front of me, and that threw me for a loop because I don't know what that means. They're like factory machines. They're not robots. They're like oh okay okay. I misun I misunderstood. She's been using like hydroelectric power to channel magical energy and to store it. I heard you wrong. My bad. Okay, so so there there is only Welsh uh, in front of us, like, and and our party. Okay. Yep. If anybody has any questions, I I, I try to reiterate this, but you guys can ask questions at any time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Violet Violet looks at um Vi- uh, she, she she can see Vinny right there. So Violet looks at Vinny and says, "Vinny, we found you. Um, are, are we killing someone? What what's happening? I just burst into a room, and I feel like I don't have all the information." Violet. Yeah. I don't think we're killing anybody. I also am a little confused, but I'm gonna need you to keep yourself, keep your shit calm, okay? I'm not killing this hag. In, in, in either case, Welch, they're on their way here. Yeah. You guys really fucked the dog on this one, huh? I'm sorry. No, I believe you're the one that, <laughs> as you say, fucked the dog here, <laughs> okay. Welch. 
with your <laughs> with your cockamamie plan to kill off all the drow at the expense of Ziggy, and I'm still wondering what advantage it would have had to take when we needed to, I don't know, rescue people from the drow city in order to even escape here effectively, so... Oh, I don't care about that. Fuck your dog. Fuck your dog, Welsh. Fuck all your dogs. Whoa, what's going on? I think there's been a fundamental misunderstanding. Uh, I don't care about anything but getting me and my staff and Professor Chance out of here. Mm. So, like, all the other stuff you guys are talking about is, like, super boring to me. Yeah, about that. I don't know if you're going to have that option, Welch. Well, yeah, you clearly you've brought my fetish back, so the drow are going to be here in, like, ten minutes. So, mm. good luck with that, I guess? Mm, I think that sounds like it concerns you, if it's going to be an interruption to your plans, your Welch. Well, I mean, yeah, it's. I really wish I had gotten all my energy. I spent a lot of time and effort getting it, but I, I do have a lot. So much time and effort, sure. Yeah. You're being real sassy. I'm not really, like, into your sass. You've been sassing me the whole time! I don't like you and I want my horde back. I don't think <laughs> I ha- really have much patience with someone like you after what I after what all has, we've been put through and how close we are to dealing with Savala and you seeming to have plans to ruin the whole thing. Yep. Get fucked, elf. <laughs> Let, let's, let's push her down. Let's push her down and get my horn and then punch her. Okay, I don't think that's possible. I'm pretty sure she just... Well, actually, I don't think she can morally wound you without ruining the whole thing either, Violet. Didn't you talk to Savala? Oh, yeah, and I resisted the power of Billy because I'm I'm pretty great. I mean, a lot of people don't do that, apparently. So what I think, Welch, Mm -hmm. is that maybe you need to stop being rude and think about your options here and be less rude. Because I think, I think, I think, uh-huh. <laughs> if we're all going to drown anyway, then what's the, what's the fucking point if getting mortally wounded is going to fuck up your shit? Well, let me ask you this. If I try to walk past you right now and go collect my professor, are you guys going to get in my way? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm going to just start swinging my sword and moving forward. And if you get hit, it's your own fault. Okay. Well, then I guess if I can't get the professor, then I'm just going to get rid of him. I've just sent a message to do that. And I also just sent a message to the captain of your ship to leave without you. And I guess I'm just going to plane shift away and leave you to be slaughtered by the drows. So bye. Uh, And she plane shifts away. How did we stop her from doing that? We can't. Let's use magic. Let's use all our magic. Violet says, coward. Did she... She took the staff? Yep, she was holding the staff, and in a cloud of blue fire and lightning, she is gone. Mm. Can, I f- can I ride the lightning? I would very much like you to do that. I just don't think it's <laughs> meaningful. <laughs> Narrative. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's got the fetish right now? Aaliyah still has it. Has its behavior changed at all? Actually, it's getting warmer, yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. What is that? You said it was bad. She said it was bad. It's doing stuff. What's happening? What What did she say about it? Uh, she said that it was, uh, it was linked to the drow, so if it was close to the drow, it would do whatever bad blowing up shit it was gonna do. Elias, give me the fetish. What are you gonna do, drop? Run. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm following Drop. It's kind of a thing I do. Are you uh, did, Are you handing the fetish over? Uh, Elias pauses, but then hands the fetish over to Drop. Okay, Drop just, like, f- sprints out the door. I follow Drop. All right, as you guys leave Welch's workshop, you hear a scream from the direction of the library. Guys, we should probably go... Oh, God, he's probably already dead. Let's go, let's go. Chance. (laughs) What is everyone doing? I'm running to the library. I'm sprinting towards the drow tunnel. I have a speed of 40 because uh, barbarian powers. And so does Drop has a speed of 40, so... Yep. Yeah, we're going super fast. So Team Violence goes towards the tunnels? Yep. All right, what about Team Small? Library. I'm going to the library. All right, you guys rush to the library, and inside you hear a loud pounding noise, uh, like large footsteps on the other side behind some bookcases. Do we see Chance? Nope. Do we see a way to get behind the bookcases? (laughs) Yes, you can walk around the bookcases. All right. Are we doing that? Yes. Let's do it. All right, you guys walk around the bookcases, and you see on one end of the room, Professor Chance splayed out on the ground, uh, bleeding. Uh, having been knocked out of his floating chair by the other thing in the room, which is a conglomeration of paper, as if in front of your very eyes, tons of books in the library have suddenly spewed forth their pages and they have begun to come together in the shape of a large humanoid figure. Two arms, two legs, torso, head. I would say about twice the size of a human. Something of a paper golem, if you will, which is punched... Professor Chance out of his chair as he was not expecting a paper golem to form behind him. (laughs) (laughs) Few do. Yeah. They say this very rarely, everybody, Mm -hmm. but kill it with fire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it begins advancing on Chance, clearly intending to smush his little head. Elias, if you can get that thing distracted, I can run over there and heal him. I mean, Elias has already had his sword drawn this whole time, Mm -hmm. and... As soon as he sees the golem, he's just going to lift his other hand and cast Firebolt at it. Nice. Oh, this is no way they, this can go wrong. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? I, I mean, have no idea. Uh, what am I supposed to do, Sherlock? Fucking not try to help? <laughs> I have no idea. It is true that we did not try to kill it with water, because I don't know if you've ever tried to read a wet book, but it's very difficult. Oh, it's awful. That was a, That's a 15 on the attack roll. Oh, yeah. You hit it square in the back as it lumbers away from you to smash chance, and it goes up. It's eight damage on that, but it's fire damage, so... And it's paper. Before it completes its next step, it is a conflagration, and you guys are now looking at a fire golem? <laughs> but it is losing shape as, it's, as it begins to burn its structure away. But mm-hmm. there's now a very large fire in this room. Yep. A room which is, I would say, book-oriented. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I also have press the digitation, which I can use to isolate and clear out individual bits of fire to contain it. So, dang, cool. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm gonna run over and heal Chance Six. You run over and you put your hands on him and you heal up uh, some of his wounds. He is very puzzled <laughs> and dazed about what's going on as the giant burning paper golem advances on you two come on it's gonna get you again you're gonna yeah you're gonna help you're gonna like get out of there you guys are just gonna start running i'm gonna i'm gonna grab his hand at least to get you know over by elias again all right so you have professor chance in one hand and hunter in the other yes 
it's a slow in losing structural integrity. So it's, it slowly turns to try to get a new beat on you as you run past it. Um, question. Do you consider the terrain that is caused by the spell Grease to be flammable, Austin? Sure. I was hoping for a no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to entertain that it's not. We basically make stuff up here. <laughs> so to prevent the golem from advancing, Elias's next move is to cast Grease an area focused around where the golem is currently. So uh, it's difficult terrain to move in, mm-hmm. and I believe in this must make a dex save versus 14 to avoid being knocked prone. All right. Negative one. How does that treat you? <laughs> uh, it would mean that it is knocked prone. <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> you grease its zone. You just get its zone all nice and greasy, and it topples over, and when it hits the ground with quite a bit of force, it kind of just comes apart at the seams, sending flaming pages in a bunch of directions. Yeah. And now this library is, I would say, mediumly on fire. And his follow-up would be then to use present dissertation to kind of contain the perimeter bits of fire as well as he can. Assuming Sildiel also could aid in that capacity as well. Yeah, she's right here. She she's all about that prestidigitation. Mm-hmm. You guys get it under control. If we're all we've got it all under control, I'm going to explain to Professor Chance what is going on. He says, "So Welch isn't a frog. She's not a frog. She's a real fucking bitch. <laughs> and she left. So I don't know." That's what she was trying to kill you, so that you couldn't help you couldn't do help anyone else. Well, silver lining, she didn't get all the power she wanted. Mm. That's a good thing, and we know where she is, which is another thing. We do. Yeah, where is she? Where would she be? The Feywild. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, and specifically, probably where the Cascades overlaps with the Feywild, which I don't remember what that's called. It's like. Uh, corn something. I know. <laughs> that's Unicornicopia. Yeah? That's where Violet's from. Oh, that's weird. It's almost like when she teleported, she just went like one dimension over and like 10 feet up. As if the person who teleported her used like just the minimum effort. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what if in the Feywild where she was teleported from, that cave was like the cave that Welch is in here? Just like in a different dimension, you feel. I, I I understand what you mean, but I guess I'm not sure what the implications of that are related to us. It's just that if we if we could get to the Feywild, we'd have I would say a fifty fifty shot of going immediately to where she is and killing her and getting the staff back. Right. My problem, Professor. I mean, my problem is I can only step into the Feywild temporarily. I can't stay in there long enough to do anything. Well, that's true with the with the face step, but we do know a, a portal to the Feywilds opening up in a week. Oh, right, because time doesn't move at the same speed in the Feywild. Yeah, so in a week it'll be like ten minutes later there. Right, and we can just go to where she's about to pop out and just immediately gank her to death and take it back, and then we have the cool spear. <sighs> but we, that still means getting airborne, and that still means. Dealing with the drow, which means... Oh, no. Isn't Drop on his way to, like, blow them all up? 
Yeah, let's cut over to Team Violence, who's <laughs> running down the tunnel. One of them has the fetish, one of them has a rainbow greatsword. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you guys are running, you hear the distant sound of a marching invasion force and 10 million tiny little spider legs. <laughs> okay, drop. Holding the fetish so he can kind of, like, maintain a... Uh, a read on how hot it's getting. Yeah, the closer you get to the to drow, the hotter it gets. Yeah, your understanding is it's just like when distance from drow drops below X, bomb. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a sequel to speed. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna say to Violet, "Okay, Violet. So this is gonna run absolutely counter to everything that I think you think you know about this plane. But when we see the bad guys, don't." kill them right away okay i'll wait to kill them right we'll start there okay i'm with you drop okay so we're we're just gonna we're gonna keep running until it starts to get like really really hot or until uh neither of us can see in the dark i was assuming that job was just on drop's shoulder because that's just kind of where he's been living recently Mm -hmm. because this also gives an excuse for drop for Elias to take a moment and just see through drops uh Job's eyes to see what's happening. Well, and the spell light can be used to bestow light on things. So we can just say like yeah. Elias cast light on Job and it went through him onto Drop's shoulder. So Drop's shoulder is light. Yeah. I don't think that's an unfair stretch cuz light that's the way light works. No, 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 it's not. Yeah. All right. So Drop uh Job is on your shoulder and I guess Elias can see through it so he can see you guys running down a dark tunnel. Okay. As soon as I think I get within earshot yep. of of these marching feet, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up the fetish and I'm gonna scream, You're gonna wanna stop where you are right now, or we're all gonna die and this tunnel is gonna collapse. Intimidation. Ooh. Alright. Better if I was there. Can I also do intimidation just by like looking mean I'm big? Flexing. <laughs> just flex. Yeah. Thirteen. They're not quite in visual range because he yelled out. I think he wanted to, to try to bluff them with two guys first. Okay, well, well, can I say, and do it. <laughs> yeah, you want to roll intimidation too? <laughs> oh, yes, boy. I do. In fact. Just yelling, mm, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm backing up. What, what drops that, basically. This sounds, like the, this sounds like a really bad opening to a soup commercial right now. <laughs> This is the second botch you've rolled today. Why, Leon? It's a crit fail. Look, I felt like there was only a 5% chance this could go badly and a 95% chance this would be just okay. And the more people you have rolling out a problem, the higher that 5% chance gets. It's probability. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it could go higher. Oh, well. Um, but, uh, folks, I rolled a one. Uh, an arrow flies out of the dark. I rolled an 18 and strikes Violet in the chest. Oh. Mm-hmm. How's that treating you? That's that hits your AC, I assume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She she has uh, fourteen. Okay, I lost six. Okay, I'm at forty two. <laughs> you hear a voice say, "Who is there?" My name is Drop Goodwood. I'm a traveler. We just learned some very interesting truths about Welch, and I need to parlay with someone right now. Do you represent the Bullywogs? Not specifically, no. Then we have no quarrel with you. Then why'd you shoot me with an arrow? You are armed. I mean, yeah, technically. 
I guess that's true, but still. <laughs> Fair point. It's in, my, it's in my fucking chest over here. We have no quarrel with you either. Yeah. Then leave. But we do have something that Welch designed that's going to be very bad for everybody if it goes off. Uh, are you threatening us? Nope, nope. No. Like I said, I just wanted to parlay. Then parlay, Wood. <laughs> We've learned that Welch was not a bullywug. As I understand it, you may have known for some time that her machines were collecting magical energies. Yes, she's draining water in for her witchcraft. Yes. She has left now. But she's left behind this fetish, Drop holds it up, and it's designed to explode some non-specific amount of death when it gets too close to drow. So I don't want to have to use this. I want to take this very, very far away. Here's my problem. I can't get very, very far away on the boat that I have. I've heard that you have gnomish engineers prisoner. Is this true? You hear some uh, whispering in the darkness uh, as the soldiers who were sent in this invasion force try to figure out who has that information and <laughs> if they're allowed to share it. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, you hear someone say, The gnomes are no longer negotiating. They are leaving. We have no use for these prisoners. Leaving where? Leaving Lorelai. I thought I thought that they still had I thought that they still had engineers as prisoners though. Those aren't mutually exclusive. Mm. The gnomes are leaving Lorelai and the Drav prisoners. So the gnomes aren't negotiating for prisoners because they're leaving. Oh, okay, so that's what you're saying. Yeah. I said no. I I know the gnomes aren't negotiating. I'm negotiating. I think I need them. So you want us not to get revenge, and you want to take gnomes from us. This is this is a very strange parlay. And maybe not blow everybody up? That's always good. Uh, persuasion? Oh, my worst goddamn rolls. Six. Put it on the ground and step back. Here's the thing. If you come too close to it, it will explode. You can't come collect this. I'm telling you the truth. Then then you back up. We will come into Bollywog Village and we shall inspect it to make sure Welch is gone. And then when we are satisfied, we will watch you throw it into the ocean. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna roll insight on this, Austin. Mm -hmm. Ooh twenty. Yeah. You get the sense that they don't actually believe you, but if they get what they want, then this is a way to get what they want, which is to kill Welch. So even if you're bluffing, like if you just get the fuck out of their way, then they win. Okay, so with hands raised, he says, okay, I'm going to back off, but I'm warning you, while I'm holding this thing, you don't want to get anybody too close to me. Or hurt any frogs. We'll start, we'll start backing off to, uh, to the village. Mm. Violet, the, Violet follows, kind of bleeding. <laughs> kind, of, kind of bleeding. Oh, yeah, a little. So Drop and Violet are escorted back to Hole in the Earth. Uh, you see that the Archer Brigade they send to the front to kind of hold you at arrow point. 
have uh, pulled out the black amber arrowheads to just really drive home that you are at gunpoint. <laughs> You're at fantasy gunpoint as they walk you slowly back and at a distance back to the Bullywog village. And when you get there, upon seeing a, a drow army, uh, the Bullywogs naturally flip the fuck out. And uh, you guys are caught between the, between the chaos of a Bullywog village that is panicking and a drow army who very much wants them not to do that. Uh, and the crew in the library, you guys hear a panic outside the library. Vinny's running out. I'm going to attempt to get everybody to calm down. Yeah, let's get a let's get a monologue to finish this episode. Who is going to quell this war? I think this is a job for Violet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like literally anyone That's else. That's the best be joke good. of the episode. Thank you. Well, I ran outside of the library, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but Elias would know if he was watching through Job's eyes, right? That's, That's true. true. And I'm the only one who can speak to everything. I'm assuming Elias told me. Told you what? What you saw through Job's eyes? Updates of what you were seeing through through Job. Oh. You would have seen us marching back to the village with, with the army in tow. Yeah, uh, Elias would have heard everything Drop has said to the drow regarding what is going on and what the drow have said back. So he's been able to feed that information to Vinny before they even exited the library. So Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to scream, everybody calm down. I'm going to keep you safe. All bullywogs. Go home with your families. Should I roll something? Yeah, you want to roll persuasion? Yeah. Crit! Yeah! <laughs> and with that critical success, Lavinia averts the wholesale slaughter of the Bullywug village. Yeah. And you guys have brought peace to the Cascades. Damn. That was a hell of a roll. I set my sail, fly the wind, it will take me back to my home, sweet home. Lie on my back, clouds are making way for me, I'm coming home, sweet As always, I'd like to thank Overclock Remix for our theme music, including Tears in Rain, an arrangement of Seattle from Deus Ex Invisible War, Dream Eater Mix, an arrangement of Lavender Town's theme from Pokemon, and Akidpella, an arrangement of Setting Sail Coming Home from Bastion. Executive producers for Dice Funk for the month of January 2016 are Kirsten Haslinger, Extellaris, Joseph Timbrello, Andrew Grothen, Jade. The Cult of Gorfanax, Finch de Jong, Allison Ansel, Tarka, Luke Powers, Michael Goodell, Brent, Irving Royale, Kevin Dobbins, Savarden Akrasimova, Carl, Brady Warner, Kitty Foe, James Neely, Eugene, Marissa Donaldson, Melanie Joe, Lana Seawolf, Toby Gleason Stack, Ruby Offer, Matthew Weber, Emmanuel Garcia, Sarah Hanley, Melissa Booker, Cameron Abbas, Dylan, 
Gary Sayon, Anna Stuhlfarer, Sean, the host of Funk Dunk, Giorgio Rena, Harrison Andrew, Christopher Charlo, Jorit, Viger Arnston, Cody Jackson, King Waza, August Rue, Athos, Ingmar Gremmen, and Paul Mullen. You can help support the show directly by visiting patreon.com slash austinyorski, as well as supporting Leon at patreon.com slash renegadecut. If you want to help out indirectly, you could always rate, review, comment, and subscribe to us wherever you found the show, including iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and YouTube. As we move into the end game of this season, I just want to thank everybody for sticking with us, supporting us, and inspiring us as we make this ridiculous, goofy show. But rest assured, if you thought we couldn't top Unicorn as a player character, you haven't seen nothing yet.